Blog Talk Radio.
from the dividing ways we have. Don't be a pawn in the white man's game. Our forefathers would be ashamed to realize how little has changed. So many years later, we can't continue to bow. We must make a change somehow. And brothers, the time is now. September 18th, tomorrow Sunday, September 19th, the islands of St. Kitts and Nevis celebrate the anniversary of their independence from the United Kingdom, 38 years ago. Warm yes, greetings indeed. to our panelists, guests, and listeners. Leon Francis, our host, is ready at the help. Good morning to you, yes. Leon. Yeah, pleasant good morning to you, Dennis, and hope all is well in your neck of the woods. I'm sure you're happy. Are you? Yes, I'm uh, quite happy, especially now that we're getting into the autumn and the heat mm-hmm. is subsiding somewhat. So yes, indeed. Pleasant morning. Let me play one rendition, you know, before I go into the prayer. So I get myself all situated at, this, at my neck of the woods. So I'll just play this one, especially for everyone. Oh, 
Yes, indeed. Wonderful, wonderful rendition of that song for us. But let us, let us let us go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. We thank you for all you have done for us in the past, and we pray that you will just continue to bless this show, bless each and every participant. Let it go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We pray, Father, that you will just continue to heal our alien sisters and brothers, namely my dear wife Eunice. Dr. Leroy Lashley and his wife and his uh, daughter Lisa, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, son of the native son of St. Kitts Nevis, as they enjoy independence today, yes, tomorrow rather. Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murchis Nisbet, Elkomido Willett, Wentworth Francis, Dennis Kelman, Iselma Cornelius, Ralston Otto. Joseph Guntrup, Willis and Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hallpike, he should be with us shortly. And of course, Dr. Roger Brown, Earl Stevens, and all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we just pray for them. Pray that you just bring healing touches on their bodies, heal them from their, their top of their head to their feet, Lord, and vice versa. Be taking care of all and every single person who take care of this show. We just want to thank you for the ones who make it possible each week to provide us with the funding to keep this show on the air. We trust that you just continue to bless us, bless the show, and bless each participant. Bless Dennis and his family, and bless all other members of the panel and their families as well, Lord. As we go through this morning, we trust that all will be well with them, and pray that you will just continue to Keep us safe from the pandemic. As you know, lots of folks are suffering, struggling in the islands and elsewhere. Anywhere this pandemic is causing hard hardship on the natives and citizens of the various countries, we pray that you will just heal us from all these adversities and those who are suffering as a result of hurricane and water and, and, and rain. Lord, we just pray that you will just save them from their embarrassment and from their loss, Lord. Thank you for all you have done for us, and we bless you and praise you in your precious name we pray. Amen. And we're going to go right into another one by Patricia Ennis. She says, bless, blessed assurance. She sings this in a different version. So why not hear it out?
Yes, indeed. Thank you for that, Dennis. You know, yes. the great book of Ruth in the Bible is, is, tells us about an Israeli couple. And they moved to Moab. Moab, I don't know where it's located in the world, but they moved to this little um, diamond in the rough. It was a green, green city in that rough. And as a result of the famine in, in Israel, they moved to Moab. The husband and his two sons died in Moab. And leaving his wife, whose name was Naomi, and her two daughter, daughters-in-law. One was Oprah, and the other one was, and the other one was Ruth. Naomi decided to go back to Israel, and Ruth said, "I will come with you." They looked for their relatives in Israel and found Boaz and asked him for help. Ruth finally married Boaz. And from this family came the royal line of David and, of course, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. The book shows how the Lord saves us from all our needs and provides them as well. And he shows how God was working to carry out his pleas for salvation. Again, beg you folks to read the book of Ruth, a wonderful story. Family moving from Israel to Moab. Moab, the father, the husband died leaving his wife and two daughters. Um, the husband died with his two sons and left his wife, Naomi, and two, two daughters-in-law. And it happened so that they moved back to Israel and Ruth Mary Boaz, and from that line came Jesus Christ. Book to shows how God cares for all our needs, and shows how God was working to carry out His pleas for salvation. Bless the reading of the word and the explanation of the word. So let's continue in song as we play this one. Okay, Day Star, and this is done by. A group out of Nevis. And of course, they are the Door Brothers. And in keeping with our celebration of the Sinkit Nevis 38th anniversary of independence, we play a song by one of their native sons. Lisa. Share and show me how to grow 
But you have Dennis, he's on and he's, he's, he's wondering why you didn't say hello to him. But I tell him that oh, you didn't know. Oh, I, I, <laughs> miss, I missed you there. 
because he's full of ideas. Huh? Thank you. Is that from more. California? Yes, yes from California. Ah, yes. How is California doing today? Fillmore, good morning to you and welcome. Good morning, back. Mr. Dennis. Yes. Yes, yeah. California is a little cool right now, and we're hoping yeah. it'll stay like that for the rest of the day and the rest of the week. But, uh, yes, it's it's very nice, very pleasant this time of the morning out here because it's only oh. now 6.30, so 6 a.m. Ah, 6.36 a.m. A.m., yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, because you're three hours behind. Uh, uh, yes. yes. Uh, behind <laughs> us, right? Yeah, yes. Yes, we are. Three hours, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I um I heard you Berkeley is a famous school in 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 California. It certainly is one of the University of California's group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very outstanding university. I heard mm-hmm. that Arnold Toynbee, the great historian from England, went to California and gave several lectures. I yes. heard part of one of them. Oh, okay. But, um, Bill, you, Bill, but you never see um, Oh, yes. I was saying that the Israelis have made a lot of contributions to medicine in this world, right? Right. Yeah. But hold your thoughts here, Phil, because I've got a joke this week, and he said, should I share it? <laughs> should I share it with, with Dennis, or you prefer not? You tell me. I'm ask Try you it. Tell, tell them anything about me. That, that'll make them laugh. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a certain, there's a certain prime minister punched Phil, Phil Hallpike. Will you believe that? <laughs> when he was a little baby, he didn't know what he was doing. If you tell him now that he punched me in my eye, he'd say, What are you talking about, Hardpipe? <laughs> <laughs> he was a little baby, he was with his mother. Oh, okay. I, All right. <laughs> I was trying to be pleasant to her. We were on a bus going to a picnic. And uh, I said something, and he. He violently hit me in my eye, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you see, that comes from the Oedipus complex, you know. Oedipus complex. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta define that, you know. The, you gotta define uh, that. the Oedipus complex is mm-hmm. a complex whereby a young boy envies his father. Of the position he has with his mother. And a young Mm -hmm. girl envies her mother of the position she has with her father. (laughs) So that was made up by Sigmund Freud. Freud. You know, Sigmund Freud Freud had a lot of uh, problems in his life. He had six. He was the last of a family of seven. He was number seven in the family. He had six brothers and sisters telling him what to do. So he went into psychiatry in order to solve that problem. 
you know? Okay. And uh, I don't know if he has really solved any problem, you know? Because people, right, <laughs> people let's, let's, I think you have to pray to God and have a close relationship with God in order to be sane, you know? Amen. Because Amen. Carl Jung, Carl Jung said that. Carl Jung was a great uh, psychoanalyst, psychologist, psychiatrist, everything. But he was more leaned to the more spiritual side, you know? But Sigmund Freud, he made up a lot of things about about the id and the ego. The id is its sex drive. The ego is what you think every day. And the super ego is what controls your thoughts. It's, right. it's like a conscience <laughs> or the Holy Spirit speaking to you and telling you not to do certain things. Go here, go there, go everywhere. Yeah? Amen. Amen. So, Hold so your that, that is I said about Fulano. Yes, I, 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 I <laughs> love to chew on. Huh? I love to chew on. I said you have said a lot to chew on. So why don't you just Hold your thoughts there while we go into some new, more music. Yep. Um, I, going, I, didn't hear the words, I didn't hear the words of that Calypso, you know. I love to listen to Calypso. I'll, I'll, repeat. I'll repeat for you, just, just for you. Um, uh, just let, for me. Let's oh, okay. Just okay. listen to this one here because okay. he's an artist that I like very much. He's Joseph yeah. Nile. He hails out about Joseph it. Joseph Nile from Barbados? Yes. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. He's listen, a good guy. He co- he calls this one fill my cup. Am I correct? Fill I my cup. Oh boy. <laughs> And then I heard 
Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Your thoughts. Your thoughts about that song. Yeah. One of well, my, my favorite. Joseph Niles would be regarded as by an Englishman uh, who was trained at the Royal Academy of Music. Mm-hmm. They're not so liberal in England. They sort of criticize Joseph Niles and say he can't sing. But that is not the case. In America, if you open your mouth and you have enough gumption, <laughs> you are regarded as a great singer. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> gumption is half the battle won, you know. You All have right. to open your mouth and sing, and the Lord will provide the, the, the melodies in your soul, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. He, he's I a, hear you. He he's a great calypso calypso religious calypsonian I call him. All right. We need, and we need uh, more. if you we want need. to hear more about read more about the calypso, go to the Oxford Companion to Music, and Pearl Christian of Dominica has written an article on the Ooh. calypso in uh in the Oxford Companion to Music. It's in all the famous libraries all over the world. Amen. I happened to Thank spend a little while with at Jamaica School of Music when Pearl was Pearl was coming in when I was going out, you know. But she she's a, a master musicologist. Yeah? Yes. Very few people attend um, reach that level in music to analyze and parse and. Everything about music, but okay, Phil. We we gotta pause yeah. you for a cause, right? Because what happened? We're coming on. We we are yeah. streaming. Just make your make your comment concise and to the point, and we will. Uh, what that? Hear. What that? I said to make your 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 comment a little concise and to the point, you yeah. know, and let us get on with some more songs. I have a lot to fill this morning in a few minutes, so bear with me. I, I see. Done. I see. I see. I see. Yeah, Eighteen. Okay, this one is glorify your name. Oh, thy name. Glorify thy name.
Adkin. And listen, brother. It was at this moment that legendary fast bowler Michael Holding delivered a very powerful monologue about the Black Lives Matter movement, reaching an audience way beyond cricket. West Indies legend Michael Holding joins us now. Um, it's it's lovely to see you and uh, and to be able to talk to you. Uh, and it, the, one of the reasons that we're talking to you is not just because what you said, but what it has led to. And this is your book, Why We Kneel, How We Rise. Because we heard the emotion as your voice cracked at the end of that particular part of what you were saying. And I know that you then went on and did an interview with Mark Austin. And um, you, you were very emotional in that as well. But you thought that that was enough at that point, didn't you? You thought, right, I said my piece. I will just leave it to others to decide how to take it on. Mm -hmm. Until yeah. Thierry Henry got in touch with you. And you thought, okay, I'm going to take this one myself. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, first of all, I didn't plan to, to say what I said on Sky. It was just a matter of the opportunity arising because, of course, of the rain. And then after that, as you said, Suzanne, I, I thought, well, I've said my piece. You know, if people don't understand what I'm saying from what I've just said, they don't want to understand, and I can do nothing about that. But then, as you said, I got started getting calls. The first person to call me was Thierry Henry. He, matter of fact, he didn't call me initially after that first piece on Sky. He called me after I did that interview with Mark Austin because he saw me literally shedding tears. And he called me and said, Mikey, I feel, I feel your pain. And we started to have a discussion and we spoke about it. And even then, I didn't intend to write a book. But more people started sending messages my ghost writer, Ed Hawkins, who did my last book, said, Mike, we have to take this further. And eventually, with pressure from all those people, I call it pressure, but not really. I had fellow commentators, people working with me at Sky saying, you can't stop there. And that is how the book came about. You didn't intend to say what you said, Michael, as you say, the rain was coming down as an opportunity to discuss what was going on in the news at the time. Uh, was it quite difficult to sort of take on the, the, the impact that it had, because I can remember watching it at the time and being absolutely blown away by listening to how eloquent and clearly you explained something that lots of people were struggling to explain and to understand. And then to suddenly realise how that reverberated then going forward and then being, doing that incredible interview with Mark as well. Has it been quite overwhelming to feel that, that sort of sense of responsibility to what you're saying? Well, when I did that interview with Mark Austin, I went straight back to the commentary box because I was at cricket. I went back to the commentary box and spoke to my boss, Brad Henderson, my immediate boss at Sky, and I said, Endo, that's it. I'm speaking to no one else on this matter. Because people tend to think that it's like you're discussing a cricket game or a football game. They don't understand the emotions that flow through you. You don't just shed tears because you're happy. You know, those emotions, you don't want to face them every day. And at that point, I said, that's it. I'll speak to no one ever. I had people from the USA, NBC, calling me, wanted to speak to me. I said, absolutely no chance. Um, this is not a football match. You, you're getting involved with my life and my emotions. No, no way. But then, as I said, you know, with so much messaging and people coming from all parts of the world saying, this is something that has to be told. This is something that has to go further. 
that's how I got involved involved with the book. But it's not an easy task, and even writing the book wasn't easy. Some of those chapters, I have read them more than once, but some of the other chapters, I've read them many times, because some chapters I don't want to read again. I sent a chapter to my sister when I was reading doing the book, because I kept on sending chapters to my sister. They're older than me. And one of the times I sent a chapter to her, she said, Mikey, I am not reading this. I cannot read this. This is painful. So people think it's it's something that is fun doing and fun going through. It's not. I think, it's, you know what, I you you explain it um, so clearly, because I know that in the wake of what happened to George Floyd, his murder, I know that the whole discussion about the Black Lives Matter movement, for a lot of people, they describe an experience of exhaustion and emotional exhaustion, the constant explaining of why these things are important and that, that sort of sense of why do we have to keep telling you how bad this is. Um, and, and I know that, you know, that has been a strain. The important thing about this book is that it does explain these things. You, you do feel that it is important to use this time as an opportunity to educate people about what, what you call the, the dehumanization of, of black people. That, that speech that you gave uh, when rain stopped to play, was I think just six weeks after George Floyd's murder. How significant was that moment, do you think, for the movement? Well, a lot of people have told me that they didn't quite understand until they heard me speak. A cameraman who works with Sky, who was not even working on, on that particular game, messaged me immediately afterwards and said, Mikey, I didn't understand until I heard you and I heard some of the stories from Ebony Rain Footprint as well. I now understand how privileged I am to have never experienced what you guys have experienced. He had a confederate cap that he wore on a regular basis, a great confederate cap, but he said he wore because he liked the shape, shape like a triangle, and he said he didn't understand the history behind it. And when he heard me at Ebony, he decided that he was never, ever going to wear that cap again, and he threw it into the garbage. And this is what I'm trying to do, just get people to understand what it is all about. And education is the way forward. We need to teach all of history, not just history that suits one set of people. When I was a young man growing up at school, I was never taught anything about good about black people and people of color. And I've since discovered all the great things that people of color and black people have done that have been airbrushed out of history. They have been airbrushed out of history because they do not suit the narrative of white superiority. That, what, that is what people have want to portray. And we, until we teach all of history so that everyone, black and white, can understand the true history of mankind, we will continue to have these problems, we will continue to struggle. Because we have people growing up subconsciously are not thinking that they are superior to other races. And we have people growing up subconsciously are not that they think they are inferior to other races. Why we kneel and how we rise is what you've titled the book. At the moment, we're watching the Euros. We've seen various football teams over the course of the Premier League season here in the UK. 
or equally and now the national side decided to take a knee and some of them deciding not to take a knee as well what's your thoughts about that michael and how do you feel when you hear the boos that the england team face as they take the knee but equally the rousing applause and the cheering that they get to combat that well, I'm glad to see that the rousing applause and the cheering is now getting larger and really outdoing the booing. I am a little bit disturbed by the booing, but it's not something that I'm totally surprised about because, as I've told people, you'll always have racism. You'll always have people who don't want to understand, but it's a matter of trying to get the masses, the majority to understand and the majority to realize that things are wrong and to make changes. It's like crime. You will never get rid of crime. But the less crime you have in the society, the better off you are. As for the taking a knee, I'm not here to tell anyone that they must take a knee because I don't want people to take a knee because they are ticking a box. You either take the knee because you support the cause or you don't. If you don't support the cause, don't take the knee because people are telling you to take a knee. That is not what I'm expecting from anyone. The worldwide acceptance gesture for support Black Lives Matter is taking the knee. But as I said, don't take the knee if you don't believe in it. Don't take the knee because you want to say, I'm ticking this box, no, I can't move on, as I've seen others do. I don't want that. And I don't think people really want that. What do you say to those who say that uh, the taking of the knee is a, it backs the Black Lives Matter political movement? as opposed to it is associated uh, with the, the, the importance of the phrase Black Lives Matter. I mean, I, I find it extraordinary that people can't disentangle the two things. But, but do you find yourself constantly saying to people, this isn't about a political movement, this is about saying something very important? Well, I keep on referring to that in, in my book, and I keep on telling people that I have nothing to do with any political movement. When you think of Colin Kaepernick, I don't think when he took the knee, he was thinking about any political movement of that's called Black Lives Matter. He was thinking of the injustices that take place in America and are taking place all over the world. This has nothing to do with politics. I have no idea. I've never visited the BLM website, if there is one. I've never tried to find out who formed it or anything like that. I am interested in the three words. Black Lives Matter. If you had to the three letters after that, T-O-O, people would soon quieten down. Because all we are trying to say is we matter as well. We are not telling anyone that we matter more than anyone else. But all the evidence so far suggests that our lives don't really matter. It's about time that our lives matter. No. We just, that's all we want, equality. You know, I don't understand why people can't see that. Or some people don't want to see it so that. I, I believe that some people just don't want to see and some people will try to pull down whatever they can because they don't want change they are quite happy with their life they are quite comfortable with their life and they don't want to see any change well michael we've we've really enjoyed having you on this morning as as rygate coach has tweeted to us if people don't have a penny drop moment listening to legend michael holding we stand no chance it's so powerful your book why we kneel and how we rise We'll discuss all that we've been talking about this morning. Thank you for everything that you are doing. Thank you for the incredible job that you do, day job. But more importantly, this is uh, a hugely important task that you've Thank you. Thank you for your time yeah. this morning. Okay.
And thank you, too. We just siphon on off. As you know, Phil, and um, of course, Dennis, that that Michael has called it a day with, with regards to his being a commentator on Sky Sports. We want to wish the brother well and hope that he will go on to have a fruitful life, healthy, and, of course, enjoy his wealth. Any final thoughts for you, Phil, as we siphon out of the entertainment hour this morning? I think Phil has left us. Uh, oh, Phil has um, left us. Yes, he's, yes, he's gone yes, to I, his I, early nap. <laughs> Dennis, yes. any thoughts from you? Yeah. Well, any I, thoughts I from you? To, yes, uh, you know, I tip of the hat to Michael Holding because, you know, in uh, one specific afternoon, he's managed to open the eyes of a lot of people, especially in the, uh, um, dare I say, the United Kingdom about Black Lives Matter, about the injustices and so on. I really appreciate it. I have a copy of his book and I've been reading it and rereading it because there are just so many instances and examples of how uh, the lives of people of color has been greatly affected by the uh, behaviors of a certain group of people towards uh, you know, people of color. So thank you, Michael Holding, for uh, bringing this to the forefront. Not that you are the first, but of course you've added your thoughts and your, um, you know, your your thoughts, your ideas, and of course your immense, here I call it, uh, power of communication to this decision and this discussion. Thank you so much. And that's it, my thoughts on that, uh, Leo. Yes, thank indeed. You. Thank you so much for your your input, and I hope that this message will reach some, some areas where it hasn't gotten before, and we wish him well again, and I hope that he continues the good work which he has started. And I'm going to ask you just to come on in after this with the mid-minor leagues. You have some okay. thoughts for us, right? I Okay. <laughs> 
It's hard to believe we've had so many weeks of these uh, matches and we are already looking at getting into the playoffs. Three teams three teams have already been identified as once we get over it's the DJ Bravo. I think Leon likes it so much. He's got it on loop. Championships. We have already gotten three teams have qualified for the uh, playoffs, and now we will be playing the final weekend to see five other teams can get through to the final. So here we go. We'll start with today, Saturday, September 19th, where we have the Atlanta Fire playing against the Atlanta Param Bears. This is at uh, the Dalton Cricket Field in uh, Dalton, Georgia. And the game starts at 10 a.m., or at least in underway by now in the East Coast. The next up is Fort Lauderdale Lions playing the Florida Beamers at the Mac Cricket Stadium in Delray Beach, Florida, 10 a.m. start. Manhattan Yorkers against the D.C. Hawks at Canarsie Park, Brooklyn, New York, 10 a.m. New England Eagles against the Empire State Titans, Kinney Park, Hartford, Connecticut, 10 a.m. Michigan Cricket Stars against Chicago Blasters. Lion Oaks, Chicago, Illinois, 10 a.m. start. Chicago Catchers against St. Louis Americans. Washington Park, Chicago, Illinois. That, I believe, is a 10 a.m. start. Irving Mustangs, Austin Athletics, 
at the Sandy Lake Cricket Ground, Carlton, Texas, 10 a.m. Silicon Valley Strikers against the Golden State Grizzlies, Arroyo Park, that's in Davis, California. Atlanta Paramvirs will be playing the Atlanta Fire at Dalton Cricket Grounds. This is a 2 p.m. start, so it looks like this is match two of the the second match of the two-match series for those two teams. They've just switched the home and away teams. The Florida Beamers will play Fort Lauderdale Lions at Delray Beach, Florida, 2 p.m. New Jersey Stallions against the Manhattan Yorkers at the Canarsie Park, Brooklyn, New York, 2 p.m. start. New England Eagles against the Philadelphians at Keeney Park, Hartford, Connecticut, 2 p.m. Chicago Blasters against Michigan Stars, Lion Oaks in Wixom, Missouri, 2 p.m. St. Louis Americans against Chicago Catchers, Washington Park, that's in Skokie, Chicago, Illinois. That's a 2.30 p.m. start, this one. Houston Hurricane against the Irving Mustangs, Sandy Lake Cricket Grounds in Carlton, Texas, 2 p.m. start. Bay Blazers, Golden State Grizzlies, Arroyo Park, and that is a 2 p.m. start. And so-called lashings against Hollywood Master Blasters. This is at the Woodley Park in Los Angeles, California, 2 p.m. And we have the Silicon Valley Strikers against the East Bay Blazers at the Morgan Hill, California. And I believe that one should have been or will be 11 a.m. start out here on the East Coast. And we have... Sunday, September the 19th, the Manhattan Yorkers against the Empire State Titans at Canarsie Park, Brooklyn, New York, 10 a.m. And New Jersey Stallions against the Philadelphians at Exton Park, Exton PA, 2 p.m. start. Bay Blazers against Silicon Valley Strikers, Morgan Hill Sports Complex, Morgan Hill, California, that's a 2 p.m. start. And we also have the Golden State Grizzlies and the East Bay Blazers. Again, this is at the Davis Ground in California. That's a 2 p.m. start. Those are the scheduled matches that will decide the five additional teams to make up the group of eight that will contest the final round rounds of the Toyota Minor League. And to give you the standings for the last set of matches, we have Atlanta Fire. This is in the Southern Division. Number one team in that division is Atlanta Fire. They've played 12 matches. They've won eight, and they have 34 points, and they are in the playoffs. Number two, Morrisville Cardinals, they played 14, they won 7, they have 30, 28 points. And we have number 3 in this division, Orlando Galaxy, played 14, they won 4, they have 28 points also. But we must remind you that 6 of the points, 6 of their matches were no results. 
they acquired two points for those no results. So consequently, they have 28 points, even though they won four, whereas Morrisville Cardinals played 14-1-7. They have 28 points from their seven district. So these two teams, the Morrisville Cardinals and the Orlando Galaxy, it would appear, are in line for one of the playoff spots, depending on uh, the uh, results of this weekend matches. So number four, Atlanta Paramveers, they played 12, won four, and they have 22 points. Fort Lauderdale Lions is number five. They played 12, won two, 12 points. And number six, bringing up the rear of the table, Florida Beamers, they have played... uh, 12-1-1, and they have eight points. In the Eastern Division, we have the number one team is the Empire State Titans, 14 matches, 1-8-38 points. We have number two, New Jersey Stallions, 14 matches, 1-9. They have 38 points also. And we have number three, the Philadelphians, 14 matches, 1-7. They have 34 points. And so it would appear that uh, the one of these two teams, perhaps the Empire State Titans and the New Jersey Stallions, most likely may end up in the playoffs. Number three is the Philadelphians. They play 14. They have 34 points. Number four, DC Hawks, played 15 with 32 points. Number five, New Jersey Somerset Cavaliers, 30 points from 16 matches. Number six, Manhattan Yorkers, 13 matches played. They've won six with 26 points. And number seven, bringing up the rear of this division, is the New England Eagles, played 14, won five, 22 points. And as I've indicated above, most likely the Empire State Titans and the New Jersey Stallions challenging for one of those missing places in the playoffs. And now we'll go to the Central Division, where we have the leaders of that division, Austin Athletics, played 14-1-11. They have 46 points, and we they are assured of a place in the, semi, in the playoffs. Number two in this division is Houston Hurricanes, one four, played 14 They've won 11. They have 44 points. Number three in this division is Michigan Cricket Stars, 113. They've got 36 points. Number four, Irving Mustangs played 113. They have 28 points. Number five is the Chicago Blasters. They have 20 points. Number six, St. Louis Americans, they have 14 points. And bringing up the rear of the table is the Chicago catchers, four points. Very likely uh, the Houston Hurricanes may well be the other team to join uh, the Athletics in the playoffs. And the final division, the Western Division, Golden State Warriors played 13. They won 11. They have 46 points, and they are assured of a spot in the playoffs. And number two, East Bay Blazers, played 13-1-9. They have 38 points. And Silicon Valley Strikers, played 
13.19, they too have 38 points. And it would appear that the second team from this division to go to the playoffs will be either the East Bay Blazers, currently on 38 points, and the Silicon Valley Strikers, currently on 38 points also. And so the matches they're being played today is very crucial to see who of those two will join the Golden State Grizzlies in the playoffs. Fourth, fifth, and sixth spots are held by Seattle Thunderbolts with 30 points, San Diego Surf Riders on 16, and SoCal Lashings on 12. So we have the playoffs, and I'm happy to tell you that the winner of the playoffs will walk away with a golden prize of $125,000. Wow. That is a nice sum to walk Mm. away with, you know, winning this championship. So we can see that uh, the minor league has brought a great deal of uh, uh, matches. We've seen a lot of cricket, and, of course, the reward at the end is uh, very much worth the effort. So we will look forward to the next set of matches next year when we have, again, minor league joined by major league. But before we wrap this up, I'll give you the Pacific Conference top 10 batters. We have Jacobus Pinar. He has 430 runs and an average of 47.8. Number two is... Cody Chetty, he has scored 427 runs, and he has an average of 42. Andres Goose, number three, he has scored 399 runs, and his average is 39. Number four is Sujit Gowda, he has scored 396 runs, and his average is 36. Number five, Willem Ludic, he has 381 runs total with an average of 47. Number six is Awais Zia. He has scored 345 with an average of 38. David White, he has 344 runs scored total with an average of 31. And three, Krishna A, 344 runs total. His average is 24, and Runal Patel, 341 runs total with an average of 22. And number 10 is Nikhil Kanchan. He has 332 runs with an average of 36. Now, um, we will move on to the, that was the Pacific Conference, and we look at the Atlantic Conference top 10 batters. And we have at number one is Xavier Marshall. He has scored 542 runs with an average of 41 from 15 matches. Ravi Inder Singh Mehra, he has scored 519 runs he has an average of 39. Trevon Griffiths, 437 runs total. He has an average of 43. Zane A. Said, he has scored 418 with an average of 69. And we have at number five, we have Jonathan Fu, 
a total of 375 runs scored, and his average is 75. And I should point mm-hmm. out that Jonathan Foos, not out six of his 12 matches were not out. That obviously mm-hmm. boosts his total average, so this is why he has 75 from 375 total as opposed to the leader, Marshall, who scored 542 runs, but his average is only 41. So, number six in that uh, top ten table, Christopher Barnwell, 365 runs total scored. He has an average of 60. And once again, we have this asterisk because of ten matches played, Christopher has had four not outs which has helped his average to 60, but his total run scored is 365 as against Marshall, who scored 542. Number seven, we have Goran Sharma, 334 runs scored with an average of 30. Suni Sohal, 307 runs scored with an average of 20. And Jaskaran Malhotra, he of the six sixes fame, Back mm-hmm. there in the Middle East on the uh, United States League Two Championship matches. He has scored a total of 305 runs before he had to go off to the World Cup Championships. And his average was 50. And he also had three not outs in his uh, batting average. And finally, number 10 is John Campbell. He has scored 288 runs with an average of 28. So there we have it, uh, the Toyota Minor League. I suspect that there will be some rewards for the heavy hits and the top scorers, but those inf- that information is yet to be decided, and we will see. If you're with me, that yes, is the yes, end of I'm, okay. Yeah, very Back much with you. you. Very much with Thank you. you. Thank you so much for that comprehensive coverage, and we're just awaiting the arrival of Cardinal, if he's okay. But um just going to start with some sad news because the Brazilian legend Pele, he says he's recovering very well after briefly being readmitted to intensive care following the recent operation. So you just hope and pray the brother gets well. The 80-year-old had surgery to remove a tumor from his colon this month and was initially released from intensive care on Wednesday. And he goes on to say, my friends, I'm still recovering very well. Of course, we wish him well. And he also goes on to say, today I receive visits from my family members and I continue to smile every day. Thank you for all your love from you. So we just wish... Our brother, well, you know, he has entertained us along for a very long time, and we just hope and pray that he gets well soon. And, of course, the big news this week, and what a gift Sankeys and Nevis have gotten from the, from the Patriots. Must be the first gift they got for the independence from anyone, the gift of winning the championship. And Dominic Drake, he sees Sankeys and Nevis um, Patriots to the CPL glory and we wish them well of course you know that that was a thriller not a thriller in Manila but a thriller in Bastia Warner Park winning 
on the very last ball of the innings. And what a victory it was. Was shouting and laughing and guys removing their shirts in the middle of the field. My goodness. Anyway, we wish them well and hope that the, the tournament in itself was a success, success and we pray that it will continue to be so in a long time. We got the leaders in the backing, which we would not give you today. Time would not permit me to, but it, it, it needs me. And, of course, the bowling. We go on further to tell you that Tomorrow we'll go into detail on on that on those matters and tell you who are the winners. And you see we have Cardinal, so we're going to just do one other thing before we bring in Cardinal because this cannot go unnoticed. We love to, to tell the folks where Chelsea is and where um, Liverpool is would, would hope to be. And um, let's go right into the... Oh, I can't find my... my my thing yet, but Liverpool is always behind Chelsea, at least in the beginning of the season. I just can't pick it up yet, but uh, will Cardinal any, wait any longer and bring him right in. So that's the brief score. We'll tell, we'll tell you the, the standings of the of the we'll tell you the standings of the Premier League Division One. But let's make way for Cardinal. We know he likes to greet his folks from around the world. And, of course, we just want to wish him a happy, happy independence as St. Kitts Nevis celebrates their 38th anniversary of independence. Over to you, Cardinal. Good morning, Leon. Good morning, Good Dennis. Good morning, Ivor. Good morning to all the fans, friends, and supporters of the Saturday morning entertainment show. Yes, let me just go ahead and greet the, the, the special friends as well. Um, because I, I, I put them I put them second last time <laughs> and asked them to forgive me to put them second. But Iva 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 was telling them not to forgive me because I took them to them. But they didn't listen to Iva. Because they said they understand that sometimes I leave the best for last. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, they were able to tell Ivor, no, no, we can't do that. We cannot forgive him because he, he leaves the best for last and I'm recognizing that we are the best. So, Ivor, don't encourage them not to forgive me. Amen. Be a special friend. Good morning to Mertris, Ina, Donna, Sharon, and Lady Bob Dennisbit up there in New York. Hope you're having a great day with us. Um, going over to St. Martin, where I'm going to say good morning to Irma Thompson and my good man, my technician, Carlos, over there in St. Martin. And I know they're over there having a great time as well. While we are here worrying about COVID, they say, Let's party. And they don't have more COVID than the rest of us. So continue partying. We love you. And we're hoping that you're enjoying this great morning with us. I'm going to go on over to St. Kitts. I'm going to say good morning to Lynette in St. Kitts. Good morning, Lynette. And um, I, I, I think that she's celebrating Heroes Day today or some other day during the course of the week. And Lynette, I hope you're not, you're not going to be offended, but I normally... 
As I've always said, I have no inclination to say happy independence to any country in the Caribbean except Cuba. Because I don't consider those countries in the Caribbean to be operating on an independent basis. They got to come better than that for me. Thank you. Um, so don't be alarmed that I, I, I have not said that. Um, and, I'm, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm making it very clear. So good morning, Lynette. Hoping that you're having, you're going to have a great time with us Thank you. this morning. I'm going to go on over to Nevis. I'm going to say good morning to Mr. Renfordor and, you know, wishing me all his best in recovery. We know that he has his own health challenges. And I want to say also good morning to the Koji staff at the 2020 Vision Radio over there. And particularly to Carmen Lady C. Griffin. Good morning to you. I'm going to go across to the UK where I'm going to say good morning to Omel. And I'm sure Omel is keeping up with the record. Maybe still flustered about Liverpool's position, but she's confident that Liverpool is going to pull it off. Um, so good morning, Omel, and all the friends over there in the UK. I'm going to go across the channel. I want to say good morning to my dear brother, King Elimat, that is, hoping that you, brother, are having a great day with us. And, you know, we are with you. We share our moments with you in your own challenges as you work with them. You know, we know you always got the good skills. Uh, Elimat, as, as I always say, is one of those geniuses who did not attend the great sophisticated schools of music. Um, I'm going to go and say good morning to Marva Jones and my favorite celebrity, Tiffany, hoping that they're having a great day with us as well, and to Malik and her little sister, Tanaya. I'm going to go on down to Southwest Miami where I'm going to say good morning to Jerome Kutner Richardson. Good morning, Kutner. Hoping that you are celebrating this morning with us. I wonder if Kutner is celebrating Sink is Nevis Independence. Kutner, give me a call and we'll talk about that. I'm going to go on up to Georgia, where I'm going to say good morning to Monique, Barbara, Yvette, and Tremaine, and her little son, Jackson. Good morning to you, and hoping that you're having a great, nice, warm, cool, sunny day on this day. And you can add to that by sharing with us here on the Saturday morning entertainment show. Finally, I'm going to say good morning to my dear sister, Yvonne. And we're still having discussions about this coronavirus thing. Good morning, Ivan. I know that you're, you're laughing about a whole lot of things, but we'll chat later. Love you. And to all the other fans, friends, and supporters, good morning. Come on in. You know, like it's here, we've always got sunshine. Thank yeah, you for that, Cardinal. And now, now I'm going to get into the, the historical no, note. Can, can, you, can I give you one, one thought before you move on to that, Cardinal? Just before you go. Uh-huh. I want to give the standing okay. for the EPL. EPL, Manchester United are number one. Chelsea oh, follows okay. 
in second place. Liverpool are third and Everton fourth. And what has happened again is all four teams are on 10 points. And Liverpool happens to be <laughs> below Chelsea. Why? I don't know if they win away. Chelsea won away and Liverpool win, win at home. They have the same goal difference. So that might be the, the situation. Manchester City are fifth. Brighton sixth. Tottenham seventh. West Ham eighth. Leicester ninth. Tenth are Brentford. Eleventh are Crystal Palace. Twelfth is Ashton Villa. Wolves 13, Southampton 14th, Watford they're 15, Leeds they are 16, and Arsenal has finally gotten out of the cellar, and they're out of the relegation zone in 17th position. Newcastle are 18th, and Burnley 19, and at the bottom of the table are Norwich. And that's it, Cardinal. Back over to you. Thanks for allowing me to come oh. in on your time. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, now we're going to bring you a few historical notes, and this is September 18, 2021, the 261st day of the year. And for this day, we've got to remember Winston Davis. It is on this day that he took, uh, uh, now his fame is to have taken 7 or 51 uh, in a World Cup match. And that remained a record for some time. Winston Davis is 63 years old today. Unfortunately, he had an accident some years ago, I think it was in 1997, when he fell from a tree and has been paralyzed since then. Okay. Out of St. Vincent, we also have Alfonso Roberts, the first, uh, Leo, uh, sorry, the first small islander to play for the West Indies, and this was back in 1955. He was picked against New Zealand in the first inning. He made a beautiful-looking 28, I understand, but he made a duck in the second inning, and that was his only test. At that time, I think he was 18 years old. Born in 1937, uh, this match was played in 1955. He was an 18-year-old playing for West Indies at that time. An unlikely circumstance, but there stands Alfonso Roberts. We haven't heard a lot about him, but he's there. This is the birthday of Darren Goff of, of England. He's 51. Derek Pringle is 63. Nicky Peng is 39. Sam Staples was born in 1892. From India, we got RJD Jamshedi. Mohit Sharma, who's 33. From New Zealand, we have Bruce Murray, who's 81. From Australia, we have Grace Harris, who's 28. From Sri Lanka, we have Vishwa Fernando, who's 30. Okay, um, and to the entertainment team, Greta Garbo, the Swedish, Swedish actress, birthday today, she was born in 1905. American actor Robert Blake. Um, People would remember him in what's his, 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 his series running, Beretta. He's 89. Peter Shilton, an English footballer and goalkeeper, he's 72. Ben Carson, the American neurosurgeon known for his, um, became famous by his book, uh, what's his card? The, okay. 
I, I don't remember what the, the book is called right now. Um, Brent Carson, he's, he's 70. Lance Armstrong, the American cyclist, was banned for the use of illegal drugs. He's 50. Jada Pinkett Smith, an American actress. Remember him in The Nutty Professor. She's 50. Brazilian retired soccer player, Ronaldo. He's 45. The guitarist, the guitarist, Jimi Hendrix, another genius who did not go to any of the sophisticated schools of music, but his skills on the guitar and his talent is still a wonder today that is comparative to the technology of the pyramids. Nobody understands Jimi Hendrix up to this day. He died in 1970 at the age of 27. Bob Hayes, an American athlete, winning Olympic gold medal in the, uh, the, the 100 relay. He died in 2002 at the age of 56. Ken Martin, American heavyweight fight boxing champion. Remember, he had three famous fights with Muhammad Ali. One of, his, one of his great fame was the breaking the jaw of Muhammad Ali. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a former jurist and um, a, a justice on the Supreme Court. She died last year at the age of 87. Then in 1793, George Washington is reputed to have laid the cornerstone of the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. That's the same building that was challenged on January 6th of 2020. You will remember that, right? The Capitol building. The Capitol building was the first location, centralized location for the federal government. Before that, they used to, the United States government did not have centralized capital. They used to have, they have their meetings in different cities, sometimes in New York, in Baltimore, in Philadelphia. Because you remember that the, 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 the Constitutional Convention was held in Philadelphia in 1789. 17, so they didn't have a, a thing. But Maryland promised, uh, gifted the land that was to be called the District of Columbia on which the, the U.S. government is now located. Um, in, 1830, in 1830, we had the Great Fire of Moscow. It burned out after five days. 75% of the city which was destroyed, and 12,000 people were killed. Um, and this was done by Napoleon and his army in his attempt to conquer, conquer, conquer Russia. Um, the U.S. Congress in 1850 passed the Fugitive Slave Act as part of the compromise towards um, creating the Union, where permission was given to chase down African people who had escaped the plantation and bring them back. Um, the New York Times in 1852 started publishing its its newspaper at two cents a copy. In 1895, Booker T. Washington delivers his Atlanta Compromise Address. In 1932, actress Peg Entwist commits suicide by jumping from the letter H on the Hollywood sign. 
1946, Joe Lewis knocks out Tammy Moriello in the first round in the heavyweight boxing title match. In 1962, Rwanda, Burundi, Jamaica, and Trinidad and Tobago admitted to the UN as the 105th to 108th nation. In, 79, in 1971, Momofuku Ando markets the first cup noodle package in a waterproof polyester container. In 1972, the first black National League umpire in baseball, Art Williams, for Los Angeles versus San Diego, San Diego match. In 1976, on 18 September, was the funeral of Mao Zedong. The first, the, the chairman of the Chinese Republic, the, the Chinese, the, I should say, the People's Republic of China and leader of the Chinese Communist Party. One of my famous quotes from Mao Zedong is that if shit had value, the poor would be with the ones without it. Um, in 1984, Tim Raines becomes the first player the four consecutive 70 stolen base seasons in baseball. In 1986, Australian David Boone made his third test cricket century, 122 against India at Madras. In 1996, baseball, Roger Clemens ties his own major league record with 50 strikeouts in one game. What did I say? 20 strikeouts in one game. In 1997, Ted Turner founded the CNN uh, Cable News Network and gives $1 billion to the United Nations to creating a public charity for the United Nations Foundation. In 2018, China announces a new $60 billion tariff on U.S. imports a day after the U.S. imposes $200 billion worth of new tariffs of Chinese products. In 1960, 2,000 people in Harlem cheered Commandant Fidel Castro as he came to New York for his arrival for the, for the UN session. In 1934, the League of Nations admitted the Soviet Union. Remember, the Soviet Union was kept out of the League of Nations for a while. They wanted to do their own little thing out there and didn't want the concepts of communism to, to corrupt their little uh, uh, corrupt practices in the, in the, in the, in the, in the League of Nations. Um, yeah, I think that's about it for these historical notes. I just have to add that one there about, you know, our great leader, Dr. Fidel Castro. There you go. Hoping that you enjoy the moment of history. Back to you, Leanne. Okay. Looks like uh, Leon is Yes. There. Yes, I'm back in now. Just wonderful, wonderful historic version there. And... Um, wasn't it this today also that Mao Zedong funeral attracted some one million people? Did you say that? I was away for a while. Yeah, yeah, one million people in Beijing. Uh, yeah, okay. Yes, yes. Nine, September 18th. Yes, indeed. 
And well, the, of course. the chairman of the People's Republic of China from mm-hmm. 1949. Mm-hmm. One million people attended his funeral. Mal, mm-hmm. that has got to be mad. Okay. Well, that's an amazing number of that was an amazing number of people to attend the funeral, yeah. but one, yeah. I, I do wonder if they attended the funeral of their own volition and willingness or whether mm-hmm. they were ordered to attend the funeral. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, understanding how the philosophy of nations like uh, China in those days, how they operated. So while one million may have been impressive, you wonder, was it... Uh, freely attended, or was, were they forced to attend? But that's just, well, uh, I, 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 I can I can I can gamble to say that it was freely attended. Chairman Mao was revered mm-hmm. around the world. You see, mm-hmm. and and the reason why so-called Western democracies do not like people like Chairman Mao. As they, as they do, as they are hostile to people like Karl Marx, you know, even though Karl Marx was one of them, the reason why there's such hostility to Karl Marx is because Karl Marx simplified the logic that explained social decadence. And if people understood that logic, they would understand that the, that the advocates of Western democracy were frauds. So they don't want you to understand, even up until this day. So they just tell you to accept their soundbite. And when you hear the word Marxism, to shun it. So most people do not, do not even read what Marx has written. So they don't know mm-hmm. Karl Marx except what Western democracy the advocates of Western democracy says about it, about, about Marx. Mm-hmm. But if you did, you know, you, you, you would understand what is happening. People who do would embrace people like, like Chairman Mao, would embrace people like Fidel Castro, you know, and, and other people like that. So, you know, there, there has to be no, there's no question about the, the million people and maybe it could have been more who tended Mao's funeral were people who revered him. And I'm sure that there were people in other parts of the world mm-hmm. who would have loved to honor Chairman Mao by attending that funeral. One last thing i got to say. Let me just shout out to my dear daughter. Okay. Condolences. She lost her mother mm-hmm. yesterday. Oh. So, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm conveying to her my condolences and, you know, mm-hmm. conveying to her to stay strong. You know, it, 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 would, it would all work out. What, what, what's her name? What's her name? Tassara. 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 I'm sure, sure oddly will remember that, Tassara. Okay, good. Um, Allow me, well, folks, just to pay a little tribute to think it's Nevis. I know Cardinal Lones were um, celebrated, but we got a we, we got a good victory over there by the Patriots, and we have to be happy. So, a song by a fame, 
Um, by the way, I don't know if Lynette's going to come in, but I heard there is a, a popular, is he popular? A Calypsonian died in Trinket recently. I can't remember his name, but I heard so. And maybe Lynette can verify what this is. But listen to this tune before we go into another segment. <laughs> Citizens of St. Kitsnevis, wake up Open your eyes, arise from your slumber Hatred for one another must stop We are blood families Separated by water As we grab at each other's throat Foreigners sit back and close Some of them really hope We'll destroy this country Let's move in one direction Show the world we have a plan As a people with one destiny The time to unite is now It is the only way how We can regain our pride my brother to pull apart and say that it's time to start to try and pull ourselves together brothers and sisters neighbors and friends time for the hostilities to end this fairly disgusting trend to offend each other we can't continue to row we must make a change somehow and brothers the time is now Whenever foreign investors come We open our doors And rush to fill their agenda We give them some of our choices land Whether or not It's cash they come here to launder Some run from persecution For crimes in their own homeland Some come down with the notion They go find cheap labor We can't play into their hand from the return of the white master The time to stand up is now This is the only way how Things can be rectified, my brother Can them leaders play their part Sit and have a heart to heart Get smart, don't let outsiders take over This land is not big enough to share There is not one acre to spare Foreigners who come here can't lay claim forever We can't continue to bow We must make a stand somehow And brothers, the time is now Foreigners come and charm us with smiles But all the while They're harming with children's future Realize their smiling faces tell lies Our children's cries must not be the fact of this matter History teachers don't you forget They once came with chains and muskets And exploited our forefathers Out of land and labor We are going to relieve that pain If we let foreigners obtain the land we've maintained For the youth's future The time to stand up is now this is the only way how We can remain in strife, my brother 
red and fat And say it's time to depart From the divisive ways we have Don't be a pawn in the white man's game Our forefathers would be ashamed To realize how little has changed So many years later We can't continue to bow We must make a change somehow And brothers the time is now Just want to just turn it over. Dennis, anything, any thoughts or that you want to raise with Cardinal on his um, historic notes? No, I, I do recall back in the 60s the uh, tremendous amount of influence that Chairman Mao had because I remember going to school where just about every every day we talked about the thoughts of Chairman Mao and the Little Red Book being waved around by anyone who wanted to um, you know, get themselves noticed. So, yeah, I suppose uh, mm. maybe Cardinal is right in that uh, the uh, folks who attended the funeral were probably all uh, there of their own volition. So I just thought that I would uh, touch base with that one on... Uh, on my cardinals, but now we seem to have Lynette joining us. So why don't we yes. um, welcome Lynette? Um, yeah. Audience. Good. Happy Independence, Lynette. Hello. Good morning. Tonight? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's going to be on Monday. Monday. That's the public okay, holiday. On Monday. Yes, the public mm-hmm. holiday Monday. Yes, indeed. Yes. So. Well. Congratulations to you, too. I heard you're the one who hit the run, the winning run. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Patriots won. <laughs> yes. Finally. Finally, they won the, the tournament. That's yes. good. Yes. Well, they yes. had a big advantage. They had proud advantage so over everybody else. So I expected them to win. All right. <laughs> All right. It wasn't easy, though. I know, easy, I know that. Some struggles, yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. But that's good. Really? That makes the winning, that makes them the winning great. Because when you struggle yes. and you come out on top, you're good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yes, okay, well, we're going along with our COVID. Um, between Thursday and Friday, we had 43 cases again. Mm-hmm. So we're up to 1,632 cases mm-hmm. in all. 714 active and 909 recovered, 9 mm-hmm. dead. So going along. All right. Going along. Kind of scary though. It's a lot. Uh, that's yeah. a lot for us. It's been a small country, but the people still partying. Did you see them at the CPL? Mm-hmm. It was like carnival up there. <laughs> what the cricketers allowed? What the cricketers allowed outside? No, no, the cricketers were in a bubble. They were from the yeah, hotel back yeah, okay. to the playing ground and back. And mm-hmm. only vaccinated people were allowed to go to the match. 
and yeah. um, they cut down the capacity to half the stadium. So if the stadium holds 500, only 200 and 250 would, would have been allowed to go. Mm. But it still were, I mean, the games were so sweet. I, 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 I didn't go. I watched on YouTube. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I had to laugh. The people rolling over each other. And I mean, and some of them weren't wearing any masks. <laughs> That's interesting. Now, on, on a more crazy, serious but... note, on a more serious note, I heard a young Calypsonian died. Is that correct? You think it? I don't know who. I, I didn't hear anything. Who? What others? I I took a note and I lost the the name of him, uh, the name. But uh, anyway. I don't want to That's surprising. I, I didn't think... see. I didn't see that that come up in the yeah. news uh, on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, somebody told me yeah, that. I thought I saw it on Facebook. Someone sent it you to me. You saw it on Facebook? Know. Yeah, I saw it on Facebook on my Facebook page. I saw oh. something. But I didn't read it. Just a bit. No, I should have uh, written write it down the moment I see. But anyway, I know I'm last year I we had um, Ayatollah who passed. So I think okay. I think that what I saw is that there were. There were um it was a year since he had passed and they were doing his memory. I saw that. Okay. I don't know if that's what you saw. No, maybe maybe oh, I don't know. Yeah, they were they were doing Lynette. Me- yeah, the one year memory. Yes, hello? Lynette. Yes, hello, Cardinal. Um the, the the CPL went on and they was demanding that people be vaccinated before they got into the stadium. Only you know, vaccinated just, people had to go uh, were allowed to go. Mm-hmm. Right. I just mm-hmm. finished watching the US Open. Uh-huh. Which took place over a period of two weeks. And there was no requirement that people be vaccinated before they got into the stadium. I'm sure that they did they probably did some testing. You know. Um there's no requirement that people be tested, be vaccinated before they got into the stadium. The stadiums were packed, and people weren't, we- weren't even wearing masks. But yet still, we're not hearing about a massive outbreak of, of COVID-19 in New York. And I'm sure people were coming from all over the place to attend the U.S. Open. Well, I just, I, watching, well, you I see? just finished watching a series, a series between England and India in England. Yeah. And there was no requirement that people be vaccinated before they got into the stadium. The series was closed off. The series, well, it didn't come to an end because it, it, India rebelled against playing the last match, claiming something or the other. Anyway, that's beside the point. But what I'm saying is that the, the, the entire series continued. I watched all the matches in the series. The stadiums were packed. Nobody was wearing masks, and we don't hear that England is being overwhelmed with an outbreak of COVID. So, what is it that they know that we don't know? I don't that know. Making us think <laughs> that because we get together, we're gonna be overrun by COVID more than they are. You know, and I, I, I can't help but seeing the same little bit of, of tricks developing here. I am suspicious. 
you know, because I'm the 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 the, 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 the stories don't 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 add up. The, the the images that I'm seeing in front of my eyes do not are not consistent with the stories that are being told. And and that's what I'm talking about. There's some inconsistency there. And and that inconsistency concerns me into how we respond to these policies and practices that are called the protocols for dealing with COVID. Okay, well, yeah, but um, we have we have um, a lot of our schools had to close or uh, close fully. Uh, uh, some of the um, some of the classes are closed and places had to be clean and it's popping up in a lot of the government um, institutions and it's just popping up all over. So I I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's what okay. I want to know. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Can I add, Can I can I add yeah. something here in in response yeah. to what Cardinal saying? I yeah, go ahead, Dennis. That's Dennis, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. welcome, Lynette. Yeah. Um, most mm. of these countries that we're looking at with the massive crowds, we have to remember that more, uh, more of those folks have been vaccinated, even though there is no specific requirements here to attend certain matches. And secondly, so I, I've been in touch with family and friends I have in the UK, and they assure me that although you see what uh, Cardinal has mentioned that there is still a serious problem with the virus there. Cardinal has been made aware of it, but my folks there in the UK has told me that uh, there is still a very serious problem there. Oh, secondly, yeah, yes, the, yes, yes. My son lives there, and there is a serious problem. But what has happened is that the Prime Minister has said, "Well, he's done." Mm-hmm. We gotta, we gotta move on. People who don't want to vaccinate—I mean, I'm saying it in local plans, really. But yes. to me, what he was saying is that we done with all this put a call and story. We, we, we just done because they mm-hmm. have well, they have preached and, and begged that people go and take the vaccination, and so they're done. So they're just open, mm-hmm. they're just moving along nicely now. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, I, I don't. Well, know no, 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 Dennis. We do have to pause for a cause. We we had these young ladies on last week, Debbie and Dawn, and we're going to just bring them in for a brief moment. Lynette, okay, well, I'll just crave listen your now. Indulgence. Yes, I will crave your indulgence. We're back with us, right? We'll be good for a little while, so we're going to bring in. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Yes, we have a terrible feedback from one of you. Okay. Can you just open your presentation this morning for us? Tell us what's up. How are you progressing with your drive to get things done? Yes, I'm here on the phone. Uh, Debbie, are you there? Yes, I'm here. But don't you keep going? Yeah, go right ahead. She's there too. So. Yes. Go ahead. You you make your presentation because we we're trying we have a feedback from one of you so might hmm. be go ahead speak you go ahead speak and I'll I'll find out which one. Go ahead. You make your presentation, Debbie. Or Dawn? Okay. Who's yeah, this first? is Dawn, and actually, okay. it's from Antigua Villa area. 
And what we're doing today is we're um, connecting with people in the diaspora because our group has been active in Antigua and Barbuda uh, for a while now, okay? Mostly Antigua. Right? Can you hear me? Is everything okay? No, you're in, in, we're hearing you, but you're in the wind area. So if you can go in a spot where you don't have too much breeze, it seems, because it's feeding back. Okay, well, I will try to pull over here in just a minute. Okay. So because oh, you can hear roll, us. Oh, roll your glass yeah. up then. Because the, yeah, the glass is rolled up. Everything is oh, up. Okay. Okay, yeah, so what I was saying... A little better. Go ahead. Okay, mm-hmm. what I was saying, Debbie and myself um, and Travis Brown started the organization. So we've been on for three weeks now, and what we want to tell people is that we are people that are interested in helping our own, okay? We can't depend yeah. on government to do everything for us. So what we did, we came together since 2017, and we were sending food and groceries, dry goods, down to the um, Antigua. Okay, it's a lot of expense for us to ship all of these things. So now we're starting over. We started sending things to two of our um, uh, the people that are in Antigua. The foundation is called the Smile Foundation in Antigua, mm-hmm. and they go out every month and they provide a hot lunch, and mostly in the areas where they are, are not getting the service that they need. Okay, so we send that to them. And then they get it cooked, and then they will get it out to the people once a month. They've also been to the mm-hmm. soup kitchen, which is also one of our benefactors. Okay? Okay. Then we yeah. have a pastor and his um, church, the House of Refugee Ministries in Antigua. So those are the people that are acting on our behalf. We're all a part of the same group. Most of us that are in this group, we're in the diaspora. So what we've been doing is we've been trying to connect with other people to help us with donations so we can continue our project, okay? Yes, indeed. Would you like to share with us that GoFundMe that you have set up? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I emailed the GoFundMe to you, and the GoFundMe that you have Mm -hmm. is going to be anyone who wants to donate anything, $5, $10, $20. That will assist us to keep shipping things down to Antigua and eventually over to Barbuda. What we have the need for, because we've been doing the back-to-school supplies, what we need at this present moment is an opportunity to let people help us with the donation so that we can Mm -hmm. send some barrels to Antigua, okay? One of the barrels is already left. We got a generous um, donation of back-to-school supplies from Authentic Caribbean Foundation out of Boston. We are connected with them, and so they wanted to help us start this. So we have a lot of us has a lot of the supplies. What we need now is the money to help us send the barrels down. We right. have hold, about hold, 10 hold, or 12 hold, hold barrels. Your hold your thoughts. Yes. Because um, yes. we have an Antiguan Fillmore Hall that he's on, and Phil, we have Debbie I want to give a donation. Okay, I'm repeat, here. Repeat, repeat. Yeah. Uh, I I have a debit card, right? Yes. I, can you access it, it from the bank with a debit card? Yes, Debbie is in charge of that. If you leave your name and number with Mr. Yeah. Leon, he will send it to me, and um, then you can also call us. 
and we will give you the phone number that you can call yeah. us so we can set it up. Debbie All is right. the main person that has the GoFundMe, and we're yeah. happy to take your card. But you have yeah. to speak with Debbie and work it out with her. Yeah. I okay. See. See. All right. Yeah. And we appreciate you doing this for us, okay? Yeah. I thank yeah. my fellow men. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, How you're welcome. Yes, good morning. How are you? Yes, we are fine. And even finer now that we have heard from you. So what what have you to say to all good folks here in, in the USA and around the world? Tell us. Um, well, you know, we continue to push this forward. Um, um, John basically highlighted everything that um, is going on. One of the things that um, we yeah. found out, like this week, all right, was, okay. um, we, we had two... Okay, just a minute. Yeah. Can you come here? Hello? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I got to... Yeah, one, one of the things that we found out this week was that one of the foundations went down to Green Farm, Green Bay area, and um, the is still the same way as um, I'm 58 years old, and it has always been that same way. So to look mm-hmm. at processes to, um, to assist them. Every, every, you know, every week that we come on, I can tell you stories of, 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 of different things that's happening. Um, we, had, we had a young mother that got burned last week, so... You know what? We got her sorted, but yesterday got a telephone call from um, the, the baby's father. They're in need of snacks, all the clothes in the house now. They walked into the house, the little boy's shoes and uniforms and stuff. Um, it's all wet up. Um, and I think the plight is magnified more because of the fact um, of COVID. No one is working. Um, our people are just getting back to work. Um, and so as, mu- as much help is needed as possible in terms of um, financial help, training needs, um, scholarships for a few of the moms to get to the University of the West Indies. Um, and one of the things that I would like to do, Leon, is that um, John and I can send you an outline next week as to some of the, the, the necessities because I'm sure the time that we have on the radio doesn't give us Adult, doesn't afford us all the things that um, we need um, assistance with. So um, mm-hmm. my, my, my take is that for all the listeners that are listening from the United States and from Canada, from, from the U.K., if you can assist us in any way financially or with service, or if you have families down there that can assist, it will be most advantageous. Okay. Well, why don't you give your numbers out again, and then we have some panelists. I'm sure Dennis and Cardinal would like to ask you, you both a question or two. The numbers. Okay. Um, my num mm-hmm. my number, and then Dawn will give hers. My number is eight four five eight two zero six five nine eight. And if you mm-hmm. like to uh, email me, kindly uh, repeat it slowly. Kindly repeat it slowly so that folks can write you. See, please, if you could. Eight. Repeat it again. Eight. Mm. Eight four five eight two zero six five nine eight. Mm-hmm. And Dawn, your number? Seven eight five 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 four five six two eight. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Dennis, do you have a question for Dawn or Debbie? 
Well, not really a question, uh, Leon, because we've spoken at length to both Don and Debbie. And uh, once again, mm. I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome them to our uh, Saturday show and to congratulate them on their efforts, ask them to keep the fire burning because what they're doing is well worth the rewards that uh, comes from that with people getting some assistance in this very, very mm-hmm. hard time with the COVID and with the lack of um, you know, resources, how it has affected, the COVID has affected the economic situation in these islands. So Debbie and Don, I appreciate very much what you're doing. And I hope that uh, in the period since we first spoke, that uh, you can tell us that you've seen some progress and some growth in uh, response to your appeal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And thank you for having uh, us. Thank you for, yeah. thank you for having us on. Be safe and be well. Yes, indeed. Just, just one more promise I don't know. Cardinal, would you like to say anything on behalf of these two young ladies who are trying to raise the funding for Antigua? No, I am really appreciating the efforts that they are making. Um, and and that's, that's about it. You know, no questions. No mm-hmm. questions. Yes. Okay. And finally, again, I want to repeat that number again so all and Sandra can hear it. And um, some may not, not have gotten it the first time, but we want to give the number numbers again. So, Don, your number again, and Debbie, your number as well. Okay, seven eight five 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 four five six two eight. Okay, and mm-hmm. they can also send a message. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my um, number. My, yeah. my my number is eight four five eight two zero six five nine eight. Okay. And um yeah. final thoughts both of you? Just final thoughts? Or did you say something, well, Dennis? Yes, I, I was about to say I, I wanted I, I I sent email Messages to both Don and Debbie, and I was wondering if they did receive them. Okay, um, I didn't. No, I haven't received any. Um, was it when was this? I sent it on uh, thir- Thursday. Mm-hmm. No, um, um, no, I haven't received um, one. Well, no, I haven't received okay. it. Mm-hmm. You have a mask, nurse. Debbie, your your okay. email address. Yeah,ほう。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。は
Yes, that's it. Debbie and Dawn, those, those are the email addresses you ask for our people wanting to contact you. Um, yes. To, to, do, to contact you on. I sent you yes. messages on Thursday, and apparently here we are Saturday, and you're saying to me that you haven't received it. So I don't know if okay. there's a, you know, you've been busy, so you may not have had time, but it is important that uh, messages are viewed on a daily basis because you don't know. Uh, Someone is stuffing the paper at the background. Can you find me? Just be aware that the shuffling interferes with the broadcast, so please be quiet. Background. Okay, Mm -hmm. Cardinal has a question for Debbie and Dawn. Cardinal, go right ahead. Yes, um, a few weeks ago, maybe even a few months ago, there was a young lady who um, did a presentation here on the entertainment show. Her name is Cleon Attil. Attil. Cleon Attil, are you aware of Yes. Yes, we um, actually um, have, have, yes, yes, I can answer that question. Okay, so okay. she did, the Smile Foundation, who we support, the young lady, Shanita mm-hmm. Joseph, contacted Miss Cleon because mm-hmm. we asked Shanita to go into the area that she is serving, Miss Cleon Attil, and we wanted to find out what their needs are so we can help them there through the Smile Foundation mm-hmm. and also the House of Refugee Ministry. So Ms. Creon has not gotten back with Shanita Joseph. I will ask so Shanita to make the call again. Mm-hmm. Uh, sir, what was, the, what was the question that you had? Yes. Ms. Cardinal, the question? No, my question is whether you have gotten in touch, whether you are oh, aware okay. of Ms. Attil, mm-hmm. and whether you have made, made any connections with her. You know, um, in, in, in the yes. programs just, that, just, that you are advancing. Just, just, um, just, just such a, um, um, as Dawn said, um, we did reach out to her, and um, but number one, um, no one has called us back. Um, one of the questions that was asked last week, and I'm going to answer it like this: when it when it's political, um, they're not, not going to talk to you. They're not going to talk to you right away. Um, so, number one, it, it's become a, a situation of stagnation um, when you need help. So, yes, we did reach out to her. However, no one has responded, and it has been over three weeks, because we've been on this mm-hmm. show for three weeks. And yes. up to this point, up to this point, people are not working. People don't have X, Y, and Z. People don't have food. People are suffering. And no one from that area, not a representative, not that lady that you, uh, whose name that you call, has responded. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we did All send right. Shanita to, to speak with her. Shanita did speak with her. Prior to the radio okay. show, we yes. connected mm-hmm. with her, and she said she'll get back with us. And so to Shanita, so she hasn't spoken to me or Debbie, but we have someone there Hello? on the ground in Antigua that is, has spoken to her. And she needs to, send, she needs to call her back and let us know exactly what she's doing because we have another lady that's a centurion that passed away a couple of years, and we, their family has something in her honor because she used to help mm-hmm. the people in Liberta and around her. And so we know that covers Falmouth as well. And mm-hmm. so we're interested in helping them, but they have to connect back with us 
if Miss Korean Atel will call back the lady that called her about helping her about almost two months ago. Then we can get something started with that area because we supply the food. But now we're looking at doing the back-to-school supplies. And let me tell you guys something about our, our group. I'm on the radio. This is not the last time that this will happen. We're going to continuously help them, okay? We have other programs that we're going to put in place, and we have to work on those as, as well. And that's going to be with the help of people in Antigua, just like Debbie said. They have to be the one to respond to us when we send a message to them or call them. And that's what we have. The communication that we have with them right now is not there like it needs to be. So understand that part, that we are welcoming them to help to work with us, but they're not responding to us. Okay, Leon? Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Final thoughts from, from anyone else? Anyone want to wrap up for us? And we just um, wish you guys well and know, know that we will be do, doing all we can to help to assist in any way we can. And okay, those numbers will be, be made, made known to all our listeners as much as possible. Leon, yeah. one, final, Leon one final thought. I, yeah, I was sort of interrupted at the end there, but I wanted to once again emphasize to Debbie and Dawn that we've given out your email address, and you told me that it is correct. And yet you haven't right. received the messages that I sent you. That's probably yes. because you've been too busy to check your messages. So I will. Hey, who is the message coming from? That's what we need to know because we, I get two thousand messages a day. The oh. message came from me first, my on the, my email address. What's your Dennis. email address, Dennis. 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 Well, yeah, I I sent that to you, and my 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 name is Dennis. Heath. So do check your okay, your Dennis. emails. That's, yes, for Dennis. Dennis okay, D- I look, D- I look. D- yeah, look, I, only because I think it's important that you check these messages to make sure you're not missing some uh, communication that has great importance to you. Okay? Absolutely. Okay, Dennis. Mm-hmm. What's your last name, Dennis? Sorry? Give us the last name because I'm on my... On my um, information right now, my email, so I can pull it up and see what you sent to Heath? us, if you don't mind giving us Heath? the last name. Heath, H-E-A-T-H. Okay, I can't hear. There's a little bit of stuff in the box H- back there. H-E-A-T-H. H-E-A-T-H? Okay. Yeah, okay. Let me check it now. Okay. okay, well, but thank you, thank you for having us on, and we'll look forward yeah, to talking to you again next week. It was a pleasure here with you guys, week. and we wish you all the best. God willing. Um, Phil, are you there? Or are you yeah, I'm here. Some, uh, you want to make a final comment before we let yes. Debbie and Dawn? I, I just want to say that we are not throwing away money when we give help the poor, help the needy. You know, we used to sing a song in the church called Give, 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 and it shall be given you. Mm-hmm. The, if you give $2, you find yourself with, with $10 more. $10 from, not from the same source, but other mm-hmm. people will uh, make contracts. Like, uh, Leon is an accountant. I'm a music teacher. And I will gain 
lots and lots from from giving what what I I can afford. Huh? Amen. Thank you so much, yeah. sir. Yeah. We know we know you can continue, but what they want you to do, let someone else know about this drive and pass yeah. on the word around. Okay. Oh yes, All I the can. Best. I can pass on the word. Okay. Thank you, guys, and God thank bless you. you all, and keep up the good work. Okay. See you next week. Bye bye. Yes. God willing. Bye. Okay. Dawn and Debbie. Doing this Don't wonderful work of trying to help the poor, to help the poor in Antigua. As yeah. you know, Phil, we didn't get any stimulus. None of the folks yeah, I got stimulus. Uh, no, they didn't get any stimulus down there. Oh, they didn't get any stimulus. Oh, no, yes, it's true. No, no. So I thought, so, I thought you're talking about us. Yeah, <laughs> you got more than stimulus. You got stimulus twice, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I got once, and they said I have three stimulus again to give me. All right, well, <laughs> just wait. You won't wait in vain. Okay, folks. Huh? Cardinal, Cardinal, you have a final topic to wrap up on. I'm sure you do. Yes. Yeah, and this is Don. I'm still on the phone. Yeah. And I did get the email from him. It talks about having Colin James on the 19th, which is yeah. um tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow. Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, yes. tomorrow. What time? Okay. We're going to be on at 8, 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. Okay, well, we can be on there, right? I know I can be. Well, I can be here. Be I'm not time. sure about Debbie. He's going to be on his time, you know, because we, we are trying to get him to say as much as he can in that period. Right, and, so and we're I fine with that. Know, I don't know for sure that we can, he can be, if he can accommodate you guys, but... I could, we can mention okay. it because this, we have a lot to speak about with him tomorrow. And he, he, he's going to call him specifically with, with yeah. Well, he, yeah. you guys have our number and our email. All right. I can, yeah. I can, I can, I can tell him tomorrow. Yes, yeah, oh, then he can call us as well. Just like we're doing now, we can be added yeah. into the call. So that's fine okay. with us. All right. All right. Thank you for the email. Okay, good. And for the person who called that wants to donate by the credit card, he needs to call Debbie. Debbie? Debbie? Okay. Yes, Debbie will take care of that part. Oh, I see. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, I'll give some information. I'll give you you Dawn's information. And Debbie Um, as well. Yes, please. Yeah. I'll give you Debbie's information. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. Got a few sure. more minutes before we wrap up, and we have another topic to end before we go. So thank okay. you guys again, and take good care. Thank you. Cardinal, okay, bye bye. Over to you, Cardinal. God bless. Bye bye. All right, have a good blessed day. The rest of the day, you guys, everybody on yeah. here now. Okay. Yeah. And we'll talk Amen. again next week, and hopefully yeah. we'll get everything straightened out so we can come back and talk to our people because we have a lot that we do. And we have not discussed everything here because we're doing the back to school now. And that's our yeah. most need is to help us get the thing to Antigua. And then yeah. also we have some other things we're working on, but we're going to need everybody's help because we're not yeah. going to stop doing this. This is no. going to be a continuous no. effort of this group that we have here. And we thank no. Travis Brown for bringing us here. We really appreciate him. We really do. Okay. But thank you, okay. guys. Uh, okay. I'm gone thank now. You. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Cardinal, it's all yours. Pick up.
Yeah, I am kind of appalled at the, the policies that the government of Antigua, under the leadership of Mr. Gaston Brown, has put in place as in terms of as what he calls mandatory the, vaccination. Um, his, That's his, what you're his, talking his about. Going, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. COVID protocols going forward. Mr. Brown and his government has demanded that the people who are not vaccinated, who cannot show a vaccination card, should stay home and don't work until they can show one. You know, um, I, I, I cannot really find a word to describe or, or, or actu- actually characterize the ridiculousness of such policies. Now, no, no. when you finish, I have something finish, to say to you. Hold on, Phil. Let me finish, please. Yeah, you can. Now, I do not. I, 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 my position is that this kind of, 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 of thing, this, this, this COVID environment and how governments are dealing with it has brought into issue the same question that has been brought into issue for centuries, and that is how does the dignity of human beings play out against those who have power or have, who have been um, granted authority to determine social affairs. This, these policies that are in, issued by the Antiguan government are definitely an anti-human process that is born of the fear of people that has been instituted because of the incidents of the coronavirus. And those who have authority, those who have power, have responded with the same disregard for human identity and value as had at has been, as, as had always been done. And this goes back advent of that system that we call slavery, where the human dignity, the human rights, the human identity was disregarded of people, were disregarded in favor of one group of people securing wealth for themselves. That's the same question that I see coming up now. And Mr. Gaston Brown and his government has dealt with it in the same way that the architects of human slavery has dealt with the people whom they consider to be less than human. I don't know that I can countenance the civility of Mr. Gaston Brown and his government in this kind of policy making. It is, it is shocking, it is appalling, it strikes deeply on the human conscience. And I'm hoping that the people of Antigua can step up and challenge Mr. Gaston Brown 
and his government in such policies. But how do we do that? We do that through the organization. We do that through our communion. Those whom have been vaccinated and have the permission to go to work should stand up and say, look, this guy is my neighbor. And if he doesn't get a bite to eat, then we are all going to stand with him. You, have, you, don't, you and your government have no right to deprive him of the essentials of life. Because that is exactly what he's doing. You see, when they come for me, and they have free reign to do that, it's because I sat back and, listened, and, and did nothing while they came for you. This is, where, this is where this is going. If we are not sure, if we are not adamant about our neighbor being secure, what is the point of claiming that we live in a civilized society? That's my thought. Uh, I, I have, have something comment. to say. I have okay. a comment. Yes. Now, I heard, and I heard from the President of the United States, that they're sending millions of vaccination to, vaccinations to Antigua. Well, not Antigua specifically, but he's sending it to the Caribbean, to Europe, all over the world where people are in dire need of vaccines, you know? And I can't think that Gaston Brown is at fault if they're not vaccinated. The vaccine, vaccines are in Antigua, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson are in Antigua. That's mm -hmm. what I heard from my family. Eh? Yes. And they are available it's just for the people to show up at the right place at the right time and get the vaccine vaccination. You know, he's he's making that law because he knows the vaccines are free. They're free, you know. They come from Biden. Biden said he's sending in millions of vaccinations, vaccines, into uh, different poor countries of the world. You know. I mean, America <laughs> has helped Antigua in a lot of ways, a lot of ways. Yeah? But, but Phil, are you in, yeah. in opposition to what the government have done? Uh -huh. The people home because they're not vacci vaccinated? Are you in, in agreement with that? Or what is uh, your no, take on no, the I'm saying, argument? I'm saying that the vaccines are there. They're there and the people can have them as they wish. Huh? Yeah, but what are you saying? A number of them are still not vac vaccinated. Would you prefer that someone comes into the office unvaccinated and people who are vaccinated are being, mingling with them, working along with them? No, and, I, and I'm not saying that. We, we're probably saying the same so thing right that? now. What are you saying? What are you saying? Because I'm saying that the vaccinations, the vaccines are there in Antigua, and all you have to do is show up at the right place, huh? right. and you'll be but vaccinated. On the, hand, on the other hand, I understand a lot of people were gathering yesterday to take the vaccine, and there were not enough 
not they they couldn't get served. People were in in in, in huge numbers. Oh. And people and they could not they have to open more centers. That's yeah. what I heard. It, it, it's but it's, but it's a, but it God, depends on who you talk to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I you know because well, because go ahead, you go ahead. Just as 
incapacitated. They're not going to be able to get the medical treatment. So you have to look at the situation. If you can get your population healthy, then everybody will get back to work and you'll get bread on your table. That is the situation. Mm -hmm. Get your people vaccinated so that you can have your population healthy and you can get back your economic viability. Because uh, Antigua is a country that relies on tourism. And mm-hmm. yeah. obviously, if your people aren't healthy, tourists aren't going to come to your island. If your people aren't healthy, they are going to be demand hospital treatment. Government does not have the wherewithal to treat them the way they do in the United States. So it is very, very imperative that you keep a healthy population and vaccinating them is the way to go. I'm sorry, that's, that's the way to go. It's I, I'm in favor of being vaccinated, but then again, if a person doesn't want to do it, you know, they shouldn't have the right, but then again, you're infringing on somebody's um, health. When you work with someone and you, you are in a position, you don't know whether or not you have the, the virus yeah. and you can spread it with others. It, it's dangerous, yeah. but then again, the guy livelihood, where is he going to get money or she going to get money to continue to live? So I don't know how we're gonna solve it. Go ahead. You, you, you guys, you guys are talking as if well, the vaccinated people are ensured the the the, the position that they're not gonna carry the virus, and we know that that's not true. No, but so is, there is no lesser there is no lesser likelihood that a person is gonna spread the virus or or yeah. be, in, be From, infected because they are vaccinated. There is no such information. There, so that is not what are you talking about? about? You're but, talking about but, saying because you, you want to use people, your power to demand that people submit, you decide that they, they're not going to be bred in order to force them yes. to submit. I disagree that, with you, Cardinal. That is uncivilized. No, that I is anti-human. You. you can disagree. Yes. That's okay. Yes. That's okay. Yes. But it is my position that that, yes. that kind of policy is uncivilized. That kind of policy is as uncivilized as the ships that cross the Atlantic to bring African people to the new world of the white man and serve as the instruments of his labor and items of his commerce. Same use of power to disregard the human dignity of a people. This is the same thing that's happening here. And, if, 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 and my position is that if people don't see that, it means that you have lost your human consciousness. No. If you don't see the people who do not get the vaccine in order to prevent others from becoming sick and themselves and their family, then they have lost their humanity because it is quite clear that if they get the vaccine and they are healthy, their family will be healthy because they're not passing it on within their family, you know. And therefore, your argument about the slave environment and the slave situation, I take that oh, largely, and I agree with you that that was unfair. But to compare one with this situation is just like comparing apples and oranges, you know. They're, they're, it's not the same thing. Definitely not the same thing. So, Government so- has no risk. Mm. So where is the vaccine that prevents people from getting sick from the coronavirus? Where is the vaccine that is 
But you know, this is the same thing. This is the same argument that 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 the, the Europeans made. Oh, what yeah. we are doing is to advance civilization. That same logic. We are advancing civilization by dehumanizing people. This is the same logic that is being argued. There is no evidence that such practices supported civilization or what we understand civilization to be. The same thing here. There is no vaccine yet that prevents people from either contracting the virus or passing it on. None. It doesn't exist. But we are acting as if there is. For more people that are unvaccinated are dying. That is nonsense. Those more people are. Aren't they? People who have contracted the the virus after getting the vaccine are dying. Just the same way. But not in the same quantity, though, Cardinal. They are dying. People who have contracted the vaccine, the virus, after getting the vaccine are dead. Oh, and no, I don't I care say. what you tell me in that the same way. You're not supposed to be forcing anybody to take a vaccine that you can guarantee them is going to protect them from this virus. But well, you're going to come up with your heavy-handedness to what? deprive people of working because they decided, I don't want that thing in my body. Okay. That God, no, is uncivilized. Oh. It is draconian. It is anti-human. It is mere the use of power in disregard for human rights and human dignity and all other human entitlements. Cardinal, I, while I appreciate your views and your sentiments, I think you have information from the wrong playbook. This is all I can tell yeah. you because people we, get sick, yes, mm-hmm. but they do not end up in ICU the same yes. proportion, yes. Exactly. the same quantity as people who do not have the vaccine. So. The information you're giving us here, you're getting it from somewhere which is not the place where information pertaining to this vaccine and this illness is, yeah. you know, peer-reviewed and looked at and dissected. So I suggest you broaden your horizon when it comes to reading about this, you know, this vaccine, the causes and the cures and the treatment. Because you yeah. have some... Yes. That is not you fair. have people here analyzing. Hold a while, hold a while. Go ahead, go ahead, Dennis. Finish up and let he come in. No, no, let, let, let him come in because I think... Phil, go ahead, no, go ahead. You have your time. You know, you have people like Sanjay Gupta and Dr. Weena, or whatever her name is. These mm-hmm. people are trained in statistics. And you see the graphs. How the the people who are dying are, are not vaccinated. They, they have refused. And some people are dying and they say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't take the vaccination because I'm dying now. I can hardly speak. I can't, I can't, I can't do anything to help my family. Huh? I mean, you, you, you. you you, I don't know where you get your source, your source for, of information from. I, but I get my source it, of information from places that, that, from places that accommodate my human consciousness and intelligence. That <laughs> is what I am talking about. You know, people, 
the, the ability to access information in the, and, and access, the, access the use of authority in the context of a people's human dignity. I don't agree with that. That's the capacity. No, and me. that is what has been their vested <clears throat> ever since the Europeans came out and tell us that their program of criminal enterprise and terrorism was a program of advancing civilization. And we are taking the same position now with respect to no, every no, exercise no, of power. No, you, you, that no. represents the absence or the deficiency of a human consciousness and sense of humanity. <clears throat> that is my argument. No. You know, you can yeah. call it whatever you want. But that is my no. argument. Same well, process, that? same procedure, same accepting of logic that does not make sense. People who have gotten the coronavirus have recovered. They don't need no vaccine. They are, the majority of people who have gotten the coronavirus have recovered. What about them? Do you understand? People who have been vaccinated have died from the coronavirus and have died from the effects of the vaccine itself. And you're going to tell people that you have to take it? No. That is a You know, that is. So inhumane. I continue to understand the use of power to accommodate certain people's fears. The same thing no. that happens on the no. streets of New York but, and California and, and so on. The same thing where the policemen, fully armed policemen, shut down unarmed black men and they are told that oh, they are in fear for their lives. Cardinal, your logic and your information is grossly flawed. You yes, need to broaden for, for for a man of your re- reading, you you know, you need to broaden your horizon when it comes to where yes. you obtain information. Because you're comparing yeah. apples and oranges in some of your comparison, and they just yeah. don't work. Yeah. You know, yeah. there are some very od- odious things that have taken place against black people and poor brown people. But you cannot compare that with what's going on with the what's COVID in or the COVID uh, in- or infection. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so and please. Your your logic and your facts are very very flawed. With great respect to you, and I, 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 gentlemen, I, 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 on I, that note, we gotta say goodbye to you wonderful folks around the world. Thank you guys for being in my company. And still your final thoughts. My final thoughts. Yes, I would say to the people of Antigua, if they hear me now, go and get your vaccination. Yeah. I don't have COVID virus because I've been vaccinated twice by Pfizer. Huh? Pfizer, mm-hmm. Pfizer um, vaccine, vaccines. That's all I have to say. All right. Thank you for coming on. Cardinal, your final thoughts? <laughs> well, my final thoughts are to the people. I'm hoping that we can stay safe and remain resilient. And we're happy to have brought this show to you. Appreciate your presence, and I'm hoping that you can join us again in the next edition of the Saturday Morning Entertainment Show. Until then. Yes, indeed. Okay, Dennis, your your final thoughts? 
Thank you, Leon. Um, I want to first say, in, in, you know, in, in closing out, happy independence to St. Kitts and Barbuda. And I and hope Nevis, you have... Nevis, uh, Nevis, Nevis, I'm sorry. Nevis. So mm. St. Kitts and Nevis, my apologies. And at the same time, congratulate uh, the uh, CPO champions from Patriot. St. Kitts and Nevis. Mm-hmm. And we have heard Debbie and Dawn with their wonderful effort to assist uh, the folks down there in Antigua, I would urge our listeners to, you know, open their hearts, open their pocketbooks, open their minds, and see what they can do to assist Debbie and Dawn with the Smile Foundation and their charity organization. Thank you for joining us today. Mm -hmm. We look forward to hearing and seeing you on our show tomorrow Sunday at uh, 6 p.m. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much, Cardinal. Thank you so much, Phil. Thank you so much, Dennis. And um, just want to thank the world for listening to us. And we hope that we have brought something new to you this week. And hopefully you'll continue to listen to us. Uh, chances are I will be back next week, God's willing. And we hope that all will be well. And I really, really pray that the folks who listen to the show this morning got something that they can chew on. Whether you are for the vaccine or not, you got to make your your thoughts be clear. And just remember, the life you save could be yours. I am fully vaccinated twice. Me and my wife, we've got theirs. And I would not um, tell anyone not to take the vaccine, but it's your choice. And may God bless all of you and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We invite you to be with us tomorrow afternoon at 6. And we'll go on until 9 in the evening. We are hoping to hear hear from Senator Colin Colin James out of Antigua. He is responsible for some sector of sports in Antigua. So he'll be talking to us at 8 p.m. So if you have the time, join us. The number is... One five one five six zero five nine eight five zero. So Senator James will be back, and Debbie and Don said they want to join him. So if he wants to entertain them tomorrow, I'm sure he'd be glad to do that. Good night, good morning, and good afternoon. Until next week, God's willing. Stay safe. Thank you. Well, I did enjoy the show this morning, and you know all the other mornings. Saturday morning, and we'll be tuning in tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show, 6 to 9 p.m. So come on, come on, tell your neighbor, we are on 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sunday. So on that note, I have bid you farewell so long until not goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. That's note. Phil? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, need, you need us a little bit about uh, before we go? Anything else you have in your mind? I see you, you make an expression there. Okay. Anything else? Because we're going to do this. 
because of course, of course, tomorrow is Sankit Nivisa anniversary, 38 years of, of independence, and we're gonna just take the time out to just celebrate, celebrate them. And with ladies and gentlemen, the national anthem of the proud Twin Island Federation of St. Christopher and Nevis. Sweet. 